Uh, all right. Give me like one more sec to remember what number episode we're on. Three thirty-five. Is that true? Are we have we made it three hundred and thirty-five episodes here on We Were Gamers, a podcast? We be, I believe we have. I don't believe. I know. Isn't that that's the same thing? Never mind. I don't know. Is belief knowledge? Ooh, we're getting deep right off the bat. I think right? this I mean, is all answered by the X Files. Uh, now I'm just hearing the theme song. Uh, <laughs> the answer is out there. <laughs> yeah, it is out there. I, or is it like? Is that one of those? You know, I think the answer was definitely not about. out there for them. Anyway, uh, <laughs> not, I'm not hating on the X Files. I love that show. Uh, try, How try about that movie cool. though? Which one? Uh, great question. I only saw one of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> was there black? The one. Was there black tar goop in people's eyes? Yeah. Okay, that's the first one. I liked it. What was in the second one? Oh, the second Should one is s- after the ending of the show. Uh, so there's a decent amount of spoilering there if you oh, get into Did it, it wrap anything up or no? Um, Michael, I think you and I watched it together. If my memory yeah. serves correctly. That's the one yeah, with the did. daughter... And the helicopter. No, we watched the like mini mini season that was based on the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like ten ten episode season. Yeah, I think the yeah. So they did another movie, it- and it was popular, and they didn't really answer anything, and they were like, "That's because we're making another half season." And then, yeah, it was weird. So I think the problem was that there were like what eight or ten episodes, mm-hmm. and the first episode was really good. And then episodes, like, of the next four episodes, there was only really plot in one of them. The other three kind of felt like filler. And there was one that was just absolutely ridiculous. And I don't remember what the plot was, but I remember us just laughing ridiculously at it. Yeah. Like, at it, not with it. Not Mm -hmm. not with it. Okay. Yep. Um, but by the time it got to the end, the last couple of ac- episodes actually really started to move and to feel like they were going somewhere good. And then yeah. that was all we got. That was like 2018. Had to be. It was longer ago than that. Yeah, I was going to say it has to be older than that, right? I feel like I would remember. Because no. this would have been this would have been more like 2014. No. Yeah, I can believe that. I think I was still staying with you guys, wasn't I? Isn't that why we watched it together? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh no, well, time. How does it yeah. work? <laughs> it's a flat circle. We've already established that. Uh, a dangerous uh, thing to talk about time too much. <laughs> uh, all right. I have to, speaking of times, we got to get here. Uh, the, the F1 minute must be heard. Okay. The season is over now. Uh they've they finished it. All the points are tallied. How did you feel about this season, Andrew? Um I enjoyed watching it, I would say. I think mm-hmm. that the beginning and the end had the most interesting portions. Uh even if you take out the current drama with uh Max Verstappen uh destroying his own uh personal like 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 likeliness I don't think most of his fans will care at all actually yeah uh just going to say I mean I like the guy the way the guy races but you know yeah proves proves more and more <laughs> that uh celebrity is a heck of a drug uh I really feel some but of the that interesting like, actual parts of like racing and problems and drama like were early when Mercedes was really struggling and the porpoising of cars that were like really not safe and the end with all the rain and that sort of stuff was actually somewhat interesting. 
despite yeah. the fact that the whole time it's like, okay, Red Bull's got it in hand because Mercedes can't lock in their car. Right, and like Ferrari is incapable of doing any strategy whatsoever. Strategy and engines, dude. If you could, if you were like, well, I mean, I guess the only person really would be Enzo Ferrari, right? If you were like really good at strategy and engines, uh, you would you would beat the other teams. Their car was better, other than those two things. I mean the. The only bit of racecraft we saw from them in like the back half of the season was at the very last race, right? They tell uh, Leclerc like on one of the middle laps to like box opposite Red Bull, mm-hmm. right? And then immediately Perez dives into the pits, right, to like cover off the undercut from Leclerc. Sure. The for and eventually that costs him the race, right? Because he's right, because not able they... to catch up. Well, they because they lied. Cost they him second place, right? Well, because they lied, Michael. They didn't pit. Ah, well, no, no, they, uh, they weren't planning to pit, right? the The message was a decoy, right? Yeah, they say to do the opposite of whatever Red Bull does, but they were going to stay out regardless of what Red Bull did. It turned yeah. out, so yeah, um, that's a bit of gamesmanship, but not really strategy. <laughs> right? No, was, like, I mean, it was definitely strategy because they have to talk about it before the race, so that he knows what the the message means, right? Yeah, so there's also something else. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but like there are a bunch of lights on the people's steering wheels, mm-hmm. and the drivers can press buttons, and you the pit team can use the lights to communicate with them. Aren't those like, lights also for non-radio. like shift warnings and stuff? Yeah, or are yeah. You they're, talking they're about used, other lights. There are more lights than just those shifting lights. Oh, okay. Uh, so they can use lights to be like, if you see the red light, the message is a lie or red, <laughs> that, kind of, that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, can I, can I bring this into video games? Yeah, of course. I played a new video game that released last week. I bet you can guess what it is. How many zones does it involve? Uh, 2.0 of them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What do we got? Uh, Warzone 2.0 is out. I did not buy Modern Warfare 2, though I likely may, uh, just because I generally like to just play those games through at some point. I don't know why. It's just a failing of mine. Uh, the war. I don't know if you've heard about this, but Warzone 2.0 has added proximity chat to the game. Oh, that's Ooh, uh, fun. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the Battle Royale type games have it, so... yeah. And they had covered it off for a while uh, to say, oh, well, the, you know, we don't want that in the game. The things that people say. And uh, boy, were they right. Although it has led to some pretty hilarious moments. Uh, and also what we were talking about just now with F1 with before the game being like, OK, if I say the word bro at the end of my if we if we all hear prox chat and I say something like, I'm going to flank left, bro. That means I'm not flanking left. I'm staying here or I'm going right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, Teams. Team tactics. Team, yeah, team tactics. It, it has uh, mostly been what you think it would be, which is people screaming and yelling and using profanity and being generally mean and kind of disgusting. I mean, um, it is a Call of Duty game, so, you know. And yet, and yet... The real treat of proximity chat so far has been when my whole team has gone down in a 4v4 situation. I'm the last one left in a 2v1 situation. And all I'm doing is buying time because the rest of my team is buying themselves back in from the from the respawn mechanic of the game, right? And I'm just pulling out all the stops and you can hear the people reacting to the things you're doing, like calling in an airstrike on them. And they're like, oh, no, get inside, blah, blah, blah. You know? It, they know and you then, can hear that, right? Yeah, like, uh-huh, they know. Into but, the microphone but, they, anyway? but, but you have to talk to your team, and there's nothing you can do about it, right? I mean, you, can, you can use a different can, program, right? Sure. Uh, yes, I have discussed this with my team and said that perhaps... Discord is right here. Perhaps you know? <laughs> using Discord and not having a microphone on in-game is actually an advantage. However, uh, I've been currently uh, overruled on that notion because of moments like when they've been taunting you for the last five minutes, you're still alive, you find an angle and sneak a headshot and they scream 
into the microphone because of their surprise. Uh, it is somewhat rewarding. I mean, you know, it doesn't mean you have to turn their microphone off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, that sounds fun. Uh, coded communications is now a thing in Warzone if you're going to keep your proximity chat on, which is been kind of interesting uh the new game overall probably better than the last one i don't know i haven't played it how, super a lot how different really is it the um they, cha- they changed the like overall thing of the game or is it still kind of that uh, game but like new map and stuff the new map is much better the motion of the game is much slower there's not a lot of reactive motion you can do like in before you could like slide jump and they called it slide canceling and it was a a tactic for keeping your character in motion at all times whereas now it's like yeah you can sprint and yeah you can slide but the way that they interact is delayed uh and more realistic in theory so there's a little bit less movement technology there's a lot uh the the, the guns all have been slowed down you can still really get motored quickly if you're not paying attention but like if you scrounge up one of the extra plates to give yourself extra armor um you can play decently cautiously now instead of being cautious killing you before because someone could just blitz you and run and kill you with a gun that would kill you in 240 milliseconds uh now if you've got that extra thing on you've got about you've got more than half a second to react and still not be dead. That's like a very specific. Yes, it does. That's a very specific amount of time. Do you have a specific complaint attached to 240 (laughs) milliseconds there? There. Yes. There were some uh, broken weapons last in the last game that was like, so if you build it this way uh, and you hit three headshots, it kills in 240 milliseconds. And it's like, well, for a lot of people that are cheating, hitting three headshots is not very hard. <laughs> so yeah. far, I haven't heard a lot about cheating either in the game. So maybe they've done something there too. Yeah, give them time; they'll figure yeah. it out. It's one, of, yeah. it's one of those. It hasn't been out hasn't been out long enough for the cheat makers to figure it out. We're yet, on yeah. we're on the downside of the sine wave, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, downside of the sine wave. Uh, you want to shake your head at yourself for not keeping your computer alive longer. Go look at the pre black Friday sales for, uh, Samsung memory. Oh, I've already seen some of them. The two terabyte SSDs I bought are 54% off. Yep. Yep. I've been seeing some of those deals and have been not depressed, but like, well, you know, this podcast builders lament this podcast our friendship and our gaming have benefited from us all building computers and I will never worry about the cost that I could have saved. And in general, it was a good amount of money to have spent to have upgraded at that point in time. And, and while that would be much cheaper right now, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. That, that amount of money was less than a, less than a Disney pass. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't even a car payment. I mean, speaking of Disney passes, y'all excited about a different CEO? Yeah. The stock market market certainly is. Uh, being a Disney uh, stock holder, uh, since we should say that up front, I guess, for whatever SEC reasons. Here, here you go. If you're sure. taking investment advice from this podcast, stop. Uh, yeah, Don't please do first, it. First, yeah, first, please stop. Second. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, don't do that. However, uh, yeah, it was a nice little 5% jump there for, I don't know. It's one of those ones that I hold that's like Pepsi. It's like, just just hold it. You know, you get paid for owning it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But man, they got hammered over the last 11 months. Uh, obviously, COVID was a big problem, but... um. Well, remains to be seen what the new guy will do. Of course, he may. Well, just the be new like, guy. Yeah, is that the other guy, guy was the old guy. The old new right, guy. But I'm just saying, is he going to go back to his old policies, or is he just going to be like, no, this guy was right. We're doing this. No, and- no, no, no. There's so uh, the backstory there is that within the company, Chapik was 
much maligned. No one really liked him very much. And he had been handpicked to be the guy Bob by Bob Iger. And they had a major falling out, I guess, just before he was supposed to take over. And uh, the board kind of ousted Iger quickly so that they could try the transition without any drama. And uh turns out he was making other people mad anyway. Uh, so it's probably for the best overall. Seems like maybe some decisions, especially in the Disney Plus area of things, weren't so good in terms of cost. Yep. I mean... Which which foolish Disney Plus blunder are we discussing? <laughs> there have been a few. I think uh, Disney Plus is uh, no chance of being a liability for them long term. It's only going to be uh, useful, but they gotta they gotta rein in some stuff there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I mean, I think it's clear, right? You can't. Putting all your eggs in that basket is at the detriment of every single other gigantic well, property you own. It's one of those things that, like, with Bob Iger in charge, um, the parks were doing great. And then Chappick took over and COVID hit the parks. And then when the parks came back, it was like they expected them to outperform immediately. And so they cut a lot of stuff from the parks and made them bad. And then the parks outperformed. And somehow, with his management, uh, they just didn't make any money. It was like they were doing really well and then like not at the same time. I don't understand it. It's very strange. Like oh, record, I mean, record attendance, record this, record that. Oh, we didn't actually make that much money. Weirdly, it's like how you you axed like half the people that work at the parks, and they also limited attendance. And then they also have been like cutting back. Yeah, on- how's that limited attendance there, Michael? It's been it's been feeling real busy the last yeah. couple of times we've gone. Uh-huh. I mean, it's clearly holidays, right? So the downtown is is even more busy and then the parks, actually the parks felt about the same. But there were there were a lot more people in downtown last time we were there. Yeah. And they I also raised the, prices too, right? So that's like kind of I a selector would. there. I would lay the blame for whatever annual pass fiasco they came up with with Magic Key and all that squarely probably on Chappic at this point. Uh, everyone in the company will do that, right? And I they think, will they will likely revamp that whole system. I think a lot of people have been complaining quite loudly about the addition of whatever the line skipping thing is that everyone seems to really quite hate. Yeah, oh, it has it has made the lines a lot worse. Shocker! Didn't I say exactly that? That would that would everyone when we talk everyone about who this? has any rudimentary knowledge of how lines and traffic flow works knew that that would be the case, right? Like, I mean, I they said just didn't care exactly my experience with that program and said, "Gee, I wonder how this could ever be good." And it was like, I, I don't know how you don't have that discussion internally. Like, how can people? I don't. I don't. Oh, they they have the discussion, Andy. It's they just their don't jobs. care. The, the thing, no, but they don't care. I know because those people weren't paying. So screw you're them. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. Yeah. The, the problem is the like good voice in the room gets drowned out by the ten other people who want a bigger bonus, right? Or gosh, I, I, I yeah. I mean, I don't like laying stuff like that at people uh, because generally it's not true of people uh, overall, but. Uh, you're talking C-suite people, so yeah, it's probably true. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, anywho. But Michael, you talked about uh, attending Disney for a bit. Were you there for food? Uh, we were there for food. So Ooh. the holiday food festival at Disney's California Adventure has started. Okay, so, I've been to one of those once. It was pretty good. Is it quality? Yes, uh, yeah, it's always it's always quality when they do the food festivals. Um, so we've had some, we've had some pretty good things so far. Um, a couple of the holiday churros, um, there's one topped with, uh, like spiced apple, uh, compote. And then another one that's topped with, uh, that's rolled in, um, uh, dusted like 
chocolate cookie crumbs and then topped with uh, cherry syrup and pistachios. My God, that sounds so good. <laughs> and then, you know, they, they've got the extra food booths all lining the uh, uh, part of the walkway through the park. And so we've tried a um, an Esquides mac and cheese that comes with carnitas. Um, what else? There was a, a holiday turkey and cranberry slider. That was oh my really God. I already had dinner. We got to stop this. <laughs> so we've, uh, we're slowly working our way through, uh, through some of the holiday offerings. Knott's has some too, by the way, uh, in case you still have mm-hmm. your pass, uh, they've got Santa's, what's it called? Santa's cabin, Santa's Christmas cabin there going on now. And there's a whole bunch of, it's kind of similar to the summer stuff. Uh, didn't same they used to just layout. call it like, didn't they used to close all of Ghost Town and make it yeah. like a separate thing? You could just uh, go in. Are they still okay, doing so that or no? It's Ghost Town is not closed, but yes, it took over most of Ghost Town. But like, is, you could just go in without system. entrance to the park. Is oh, no, 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 no. So you no, have to no, pay no, to no, get no. into that. Yes. Okay. Because it used to be the case you could just go in or buy like oh. a separate entrance to that stuff. That you didn't have access to the rest of Knott's Berry Farm. Gotcha. No, as far as I saw, it, there was no separate entrance or anything like that. You just came into the park. But I could be wrong, but I, I don't think so. I didn't see any. It was just open to the rest of the park as as normal. So Okay. Because yeah, they usually had to set up uh, extra turnstiles oh, at heck a few no. No, couple no, no. places. None of that stuff is out. And about and there's no extra turnstiles or anything. So No. Okay, then. Yeah, okay. it was cool. I mean, we did all that stuff. We got there. They don't start most of that stuff till like 11. So we did the park early in the kid area and then moved straight over there early to do the Santa line. And, uh, Smart. and you know, we were like the fourth or fifth people in line because we were there before they um, let Santa out of his cage. You know? Yeah. But uh, there's a whole bunch of like lunch and dinner stuff michael that is food related that's where i saw them loading up the uh brewery x beer situation was outside outside about that yeah yeah whole bunch of holiday not only beers hmm i was okay so in the past i have been to some of these at knots as well although maybe it was several years ago now um did, was Brewery X the brewer for some of their beers in the past also? Because I know they've had, like, not specific beers in the past as well. That's newish as far as I know. Um, they're kind of taking yeah. over the county. They've, unfortunately and fortunately, they make... Fortunately, they make good beer. Uh, unfortunately, money talks, and uh, they've made massive investments to be basically, like, the largest brewer in the county now. <laughs> Bummer. Eh, whatever. I mean, it's interesting. I'd love to know where the money came from, but then it's not for me to know. Venture capital usually is the answer to that question, right? Probably. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds pretty cool, Michael. You guys had a good time with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're on. I like. We're on the. Uh, it was good. It was very good. Uh, while we're on the topic of food, though, I, I have a couple of other things for you guys. Um, do we do need to want, convene? I'm I'm already in court right here. I'll, I'll give you the choice. Do you want to do you want to answer a food question or do you want to hear some rules? Oh man, hold on. I got to put all the rule list. We um Well, you don't you won't need our list. It's well, not ours something is to still add proposed. To our... So, we should throw this back out there. Rule number 2 has been proposed. Uh Michael currently still the only person with food rules on the board. Uh, proposed if you change the food the name needs to change which you came up with a better name for that uh yeah what did i say if you if you change the game you change the name change the game change the name much more Uh, succinct yeah which means you got to change the name if you're making a sushi burrito all right so michael are we going to try and like adjudicate law between two different jurisdictions here no, so I'll I'll set it up for you, and you you might have already come across this, JJ, because I know you listen to Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. Oh, um, but on this this past weekend's episode of Wait Wait, their special guest is a man named Freddie Johnson, and he is 
AV. Now, I don't remember if he was the only one, but he is a brand ambassador for Buffalo Trace. Oh, oh I have not related to, this, to current now. topics. Yeah, I'm a little, exactly. I am a little behind in my wait, wait listening. So now I'm just going to go click uh, move this thing up to the front of my podcast. <laughs> list. Yeah. <laughs> so in in talking to him they're you know, they're asking him about his favorite ways to drink bourbon. Um, and he wraps up his his chat with the hosts. Um, by giving them three unspoken rules of drinking nice bourbon. And this oh, is like the, the fancy top shelf bottles that you have. So the fanciest I, bottles. So you're talking about right. bottles over like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, the like special occasion stuff that you have. Okay. So I'll share his three rules and I think you will appreciate all three of them. The first is you will never even bring the bottle out with people you don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The second is if you do like them enough to bring the bottle out, they are required to listen to what you had to go through to get the bottle before <laughs> you pour them a drink. <laughs> yeah. That was, one, that was the one that made me laugh the most. I think uh, people that have been... Uh, if you listening like me, to this have, podcast have listened to my travails attempting to acquire some uh hard to find bourbon yes <laughs> you all need to suffer with me or at least uh empathize with my suffering before you get to taste this gotta earn your drink yep uh, and then the last rule was if you do like them enough to bring the bottle out neither of you is going to be in a hurry to go anywhere Mm, I like that rule. Yeah. I don't know I do if too. I would have thought of that one, but that's a good one. I don't think that's a rule. I think that is endemic to the first rule, which is the bottle doesn't come out with people you're not going to appreciate it with. And if you're not going to be with those people long enough to appreciate it, you're not going to bring it out either. Yeah. So they're stopping, it- stopping by to drop off their kids and you're going to have a play date or whatever for an hour. No one is drinking right right so okay not exactly what i would have expected when i was hearing rules for drinking bourbon i was thinking like it's got to be in a teku glass or something you know like because i think like in reality that stuff is the stuff that doesn't matter i mean there yeah i guess the only real rule is like don't maybe throw pappy in as mixed in a mixed drink you know like i mean you know there are some people who have a lot of money and don't care also right like you can go to bars and ask for pours and put whatever they'll do whatever you tell them right i know yeah i guess i think the enjoy what you enjoy responsibly yeah that's the important thing right and I, i think as part of enjoying it responsibly you know if you're gonna drink with your friends and hang out like those are some good rules to follow i think that's that's solid stuff, man. So, you know, I don't, even so what, expensive whiskey tastes you know good what? in a plastic cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, there's an unspoken rule in there, which is, uh, don't let your friends know that you have expensive bottles because if you never bring them out, they'll know you're not really their friends. <laughs> oh, the reverse of the rule comes around. Yeah, and, uh, right. Like you've got to also hmm. think the reverse there because. If someone finds out that I've got X pours of Pappy left, which I don't, by the way, because we drank them, uh, and then they're all of a sudden gone, hmm, how come that didn't come out for me? You know? Yeah. No, I think uh, more importantly on that one is like, you know, if you're, you have to be in the right kind of situation to be pouring those kinds of drinks even to start with. Right. So yeah, hopefully your friends that are with you in other situations, every time they come over, they're not like, where's the drinks? Where, you know, where is it? Get the Eagle rare. Right. Yeah. You hope they, uh, have a little more discretion than that or that they're there to see you and not the, not your alcohol cabinet. Again, I think that's the first rule. Yeah, exactly. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll I'll pose a question to you guys now, um, and it's kind of open ended. You can you can answer it with with whatever you like. But um, 
this was prompted because uh, over the weekend I broke into a package of uh, limited edition salted caramel Oreos. Okay. And we are in that time of year where all the holiday beverages and holiday flavorings are coming out. And it got me to thinking, what are some of you guys' favorite variants that companies put out? It could be for holiday. It could be Mm. for something else. But, you know, a a company that is known for, like, one thing and they put out different variants. Uh, And I'll seed the pot by saying the Chipotle Tabasco. Oh, that's not a variant. Is high on on my list. Why not? Because it's made all all year. I can go get it at the grocery store right now. Okay. So maybe, that's just, that's I just will say, though, flavor. I love that Chipotle Tabasco. Oh, I, I do love well, it. I don't even buy normal Tabasco anymore unless it, I need it. No, I don't even buy normal Tabasco. I don't. Because if a recipe says it needs Tabasco, I'll find something else I like more and throw it in there as spice. Uh, but Chipotle Tabasco is, I don't know, like, is a very, is it. So I, he, I don't, I, think I, I have, don't think that that counts more, as a variant in my rule, in my ruling here. But that just, that's just me. I think I have something that will be more uh, to Andy's liking. Hopefully, uh, we were just talking about uh, bourbon and Buffalo Trace. Uh, we found on our recent bourbon trip, uh, we tasted something at Buffalo Trace that they call bourbon cream. Oh, I've tra- I've had that. It's wonderful. Yes, it is very good. And it, it's effectively like it's cream um, with bourbon it's mixed Bailey's. in. It's Bailey's with bourbon in it. Right. And it's like 80% of the way to eggnog, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and let me tell you, it makes a great eggnog. <laughs> so that is, uh, and actually I do like a lot of um, this time of year, like eggnogs in particular. The like, oh, here, even like, you know what? Evan Williams makes a cheap bottle of eggnog. It's like, 16 bucks for like a 750 or something and that is good eggnog man if that's if you want some like bourbony eggnog that would be my uh suggestion for that kind of stuff i see it at the grocery store every year it's pretty good if you like that stuff now if you don't you know if you don't want the bourbon tastes you will get a little bit of it in there but yeah that's that's my pick i think for a seasonal like a definitely only seasonal thing it's like if you want peppermint liqueur or like that kind of stuff. This is the only time of year you can find it. Hmm. I don't know. I'm really thrown off because he said Oreos first. And I was like, I like uh oh Oreos, but those aren't like related to the holidays. I said it didn't have to be related to the holidays. Yeah. But now I'm stuck on Oreos. And then you said Chipotle Tabasco. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. What? What? I mean, that to me is just okay, like... Okay, well, let's get... Hold on, Andy. I'm going to give you a minute to think. Michael, I need you to explain to me what are these Oreos that you were talking about? Uh, so they are salted caramel Oreos. They have um, two different fillings on the inside. One of them is like a... I think it's a chocolate ganache, and the other is uh, salted... is like a salted caramel filling. And then they have a sprinkle... What really makes them... They have a sprinkle of sea salt on the outside. Are they also like normal Oreo coloring or are they like yeah, brown so the cookie, and white? The the cookie is the same uh, dark chocolate Oreo cookie. Huh. Interesting. I mean, I the sea salt I can see. That's like a very classic like dessert. You know, sprinkle some sea salt on your brownies or whatever. Mm. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I, I just, I, I have never seen those... Uh, that I can recall ever, maybe. So I was just curious what they looked like. And they were good, I assume? Oh, they're very good. Did I save you enough time there, Andy? Uh, Yeah. I I think... It's like when when you go... For me, this time of year, the time you get weird stuff... Um... Is at Trader jo- Trader Joe's, which is I don't know if people are outside the U.S. They probably don't know what Trader Joe's is. Um, 
you get strange like pastas and like pumpkin flavored things that aren't normally pumpkin flavored or I don't know, like random types of baked breeze. And I don't, I don't really have, I don't eat Oreos anymore. I don't know that I have an answer really to this question other than the fact that like you can start to get things that like you don't see the rest of you. Like the first thing I run out to go get when it's available is Costco pumpkin pie, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, but like a favorite variant of something, um, God, I don't, I don't have a good answer to this question. I really don't. I'm so sorry. All right. I'm going to derail this discussion then. Um, All right, dude. Why the Costco pumpkin pie in particular? Cause it's massive and it's $6 and it tastes good. Okay. I, as a, person who likes pumpkin pie a lot uh why that one over like buying the can and making it yourself or oh well there's no else, replacement right? for making it yourself zero years will be better than costco's but as far as pies that are made by anyone other than yourself uh costco's I mean, is hands down the best and it is literally the size is- for six for six dollars it is literally the size of three pumpkin pies it is like the size of a, not a dinner plate, but like the saucer plate underneath yeah, the dinner plate, you know? It's no moon. It's a space station. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've it, seen it, I just, I've never had It really one. honestly does taste good. It is on par with like the chickens, right? The chickens are, are not just cheap. They're really good. Yeah. Uh, on par easily with like the, they put money into making these cheap and good, uh, they probably lose money on them. I don't know, but I don't, I don't buy I mean, them all season or whatever. It's just like it's, a, they're out. I got to get one goes into a pumpkin pie. I guess a lot of evaporated milk. I don't know. I mean, the packaging is probably that may even be uh, the ingredients are cheap for pumpkin pie. So I, I don't know. It's like a lot of sugar pumpkin stuff. I'm going to, I'll steal Michael's answer. Chipotle Tabasco, because I don't, I don't believe in the answer, but I do like that stuff. That Chipotle Tabasco is, is unfortunately illegally good. Uh, all right. Uh, let's touch on a few other topics here. I'll like, uh, uncharacteristically touch on video games for this podcast. Yay. Uh, yeah. Is it? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) no. Oh, sorry. I, I even, I mean, like I I talked about Warzone. Oh, that's true. Right. You weren't, I wasn't the first person to talk about video games. So that's all right. Uh, I'm still playing a lot of uh, Persona 5 uh, Royal. Uh, I've been following a guide, uh, like I talked about. And uh, you know, uh, when you're following a guide, has this ever happened to you guys where you're following a guide and you get to the point and then you do what it says and the thing it says doesn't happen? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> What, what did I miss I before this what, that I what can't did fix? I miss before? Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and can I fix it, right? Uh-huh. Like, I, I have a lot of saves going back many days, but it's not an infinite number of days. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and is it worth and, figuring it out? Right. Or like, you know, can I course correct? Can I do something? You know, what can happen here? Um, so I ran into that situation. Uh, I was trying to level up one of the people, and it seems like I had missed a single point with that person somewhere along the way. Not clear when that was. Uh-oh. Uh, and I was like, oh no, okay. Uh, what can be done here? Uh, I did some Googling. I did some like, you know, searching and is like, okay, I think if I take, you know, I, I swap a couple days around, so I'm not going to be able to do the thing it says today because this thing is off. If I swap this thing and this other thing, and then there's like a few things the guide recommends if you if you fall off like a, a tiny bit that might be able to get you back on track. So I'm like, I can definitely fit this in here if I swap these two things around and maybe it will course correct by the time the third thing happens later. Right. And like I will have caught up at that point. 
So I tried it, and by the it did seem to it seems to have caught up now that I've hit the third thing. Okay, good. I'm I'm still not sure because it's it's like there's no like exact meter you can gauge, but so far it seems to have been from there on. I've been able to con- follow what the guide is saying. It's picking back up. So it was a dangerous couple weeks there in in game. Where I had to like <laughs> you, you wing just, it a little bit. You're. I feel like you should go play those Tokimeki games and tell us how they are. Uh, I don't don't think I want to do that. It seems like the same type of work you're doing. Uh, I think I like. Uh, firstly, I think I like that this game is in English. Oh, okay, fair point. Um, that's a, that's a big bonus there. Um, uh, you know the gameplay and stuff of this as well. There's like more story to this than I think those Tokimeki games. But again, I'm not. You know, I haven't played. Uh, any of those i guess i can't say yeah michael i haven't answered your question okay it was a softball it was a softball and i missed it i forgot that uh reese's every every season we grab the variant reese's there you go oh my god they have such a perfect answer that's a that's a great one because they it's just such a thing that we like do that i don't even think about it's like oh the pumpkin ones are here and it's because they have more of the peanut butter in them exactly the right answer (laughs) they're better because there's less chocolate but i was thinking i was i haven't gotten any for christmas yet or holiday or whatever you want but usually it's trees at this time of year so i say christmas but i'll go ahead and tell you it is trees because i've had some oh so i was not thinking of it because the last time i saw them was they were pumpkins so (laughs) right yeah yeah we always grab the holiday whatever the current holiday is reese's and the ones that are the big the big eggs are really good. Oh, those are similar. Those are good because they're just a big round peanut butter ball. Yeah, man. The Reese's. Does everyone agree that Reese's are a vehicle for delivering the peanut butter stuff, and that the chocolate is just like also there? If they gave you just the peanut butter stuff and there was no chocolate, I would still just eat them. Well, I mean, you'd probably be almost as happy. You can buy a peanut peanut butter jar of Reese's if you want. I disagree that you don't need the chocolate, but I think a normal Reese's and especially bite-sized Reese's are wildly skewed towards chocolate when they should be more skewed like the holiday ones much towards uh, the uh, peanut butter. But I still like the chocolate being there. I Okay, I'm... I'm just the peanut butter freak. I just and, I want and they make me. they make dark chocolate Reese's and they're even better. Uh, okay, that's another I mean, I don't variant. Know. There you I go, Michael. There's another variant. Reese's variants. Reese's pieces. Reese's whatever. Good. Uh, that's a good response. There you go. I don't know if I would uh, disagree with that. I I would probably try the dark chocolate ones. Those are probably good. I don't they're know. They're good. Um. All right. Uh, changing gears a little bit more. Andy, I heard uh, you have some questions for us here. Oh, I just have a question. Um, Singular question. Yeah, and it's a Michael-style question that you're not prepared for. I love Ooh. it. Mm-hmm. If you could change something that wouldn't change the world, but just would stop a small annoyance to yourself, like, what would it be? Because today I thought of this as I gave myself a paper cut. And I thought to myself, I really just wish that paper cuts didn't hurt worse than normal cuts. I have on my hand right now a paper cut and a cut that I made with a bread knife. And guess which one hurts more? 100% the paper cut. Right. So the little tiny thing that I could just change, if like a genie was like change something minute that would not change anyone's lives, I'd be like, paper cuts don't hurt anymore. I might I might use your idea as a springboard, except instead of, of paper cuts, say stubbing your toe. Oh, boom. Easy. Yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. anything, you know, like you can't go like, I would get rid of mosquitoes because they don't do anything. It's like, no, that would change a lot of people's lives because they... They have malaria and like disease and a whole bunch of stuff. But like, yeah, stubbing your toe. Like I get that it hurt because I've damaged myself and like, I should know that I've damaged myself, but I know I stubbed my toe cause I tripped. Yeah. It's like, 
Like, what if the what if they just hurt the same amount as like other minor things that don't hurt very much instead of hurting like a bunch extra? Yeah, like the paper cut, right? Like, I don't get it. Okay. Ooh, that's this a tough two, one. Two, I don't two know pain related I items. This. I told you it's gonna be like Michael's. You're gonna be completely caught off guard. You know, I uh, here is something that will literally change and affect nothing but bothers me. I, I wish I, if they gave me something that will improve no one's life, nothing will be changed usefully by it. Uh, if people, when driving, would respect where the like lines on the crosswalk are and not sit like seven car lengths behind them and not sit like three car lengths in front of them. Just like <laughs> stop your front of your car at the crosswalk yes, every please. time. <laughs> if everyone just did that, that's it. It doesn't affect anything. It's not like there's, if you sit seven car lengths back, it's not, no one's life is appreciably ruined by this. I'm just mildly annoyed. I can't say that my, I can't say make windows work. Like I know the email is coming of like, well, why don't you just say, your thing was to make the Windows audio work because that would change a bunch of people's lives. Like a it bunch would of people would appreciably help Andrew. Yeah, too much it would appreciably <laughs> help me. People would be laid off from Microsoft because they wouldn't have ten people trying to fix the same problem all the time. It would it would change a lot of people's lives. Yeah, you can't do it, Andrew. In bad news for you, I heard that uh, Windows 11 is going to start featuring ads in the start menu. I uh, can't imagine you can't turn that off somehow. Uh, I mean, don't know. They were just talking about it, and I saw a bunch of people being like, how do I go back to Windows 10 again? <laughs> I'm just trying to think, though, like, how often do I even use the start menu? Or, like, where they would be playing ads? Because for me, when I pull up the start menu, I know what I'm after, and I, like, hit the key for the start menu to pop up and immediately start typing what I want. So the search field comes up instead anyway. So yeah, it, like, the, it wouldn't bother me that much. The it's search, not... So, um, it, oh, okay, go ahead. It, I, I'll. Uh, I was going to say that the thing they do then is hook the search to the internet, right? And as you start typing that, it's immediately binging. Yeah, you can turn that off. Sure. I've turned that off. Um, it's not an it's not a first foray into this because when I got Windows eleven, I don't know if you had to do this, Michael, but uh, the lock screen menu had a bunch of things that I would call ads on it. Now, I think they were all Microsoft related, like make sure to sign up for OneDrive. Make sure to... God, I hate those OneDrive. Make sure ads. to go... Oh, oh here's five, the top five things in Bing today. Here's the, this and that. I just literally had to go in and be like, no, never show me anything on the lock screen ever again. Uh, So if it's like that, I'm sure somewhere along the way they could turn it off. It's really targeting the people that don't know how to turn them off, right? Which is, I will unfortunately tell you, most people. Sure. Yeah, that's what they're banking on. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I mean, yes, I've gone on to my, all the parents' computers and turned these things off. And they've had these computers for years, and they don't turn these things off. Right? Like, even in the Windows 10, with the, like, the panes to the right of the start menu that were like, download these games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, also to be fair, right? Like the even those ads, like if you're like Michael or or I, where you're typing things there, you don't even see those because you're just typing, you know, the name of the thing you want, and not are there even those ads there? I don't, I don't know what those pains even are. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there's other problems in Windows 11 before we get the ads in there, huh? How about we fix the other stuff? You know, fix, fix the. Uh, I have a problem where the finder will hang sometimes in large files trying to read all the, all the, like if the folder has a ton of large files in it, it just hangs for a good 15, 20, 30 seconds sometimes. Uh, the only solution on the internet that I can find is create a new administrative user account and move everything over. It's interesting that you, I, I wonder, is that the case if you do this via command line? Does it also lag there or is it literally just the GUI side of it that's lagging? I think it's the GUI side, which means it's fixable. Yeah. 
Because I was going to say the the other answer is if you're you know comfortable with command line and you're just trying to move some files, uh, what is it? Windows subsystem for Linux, and then you just have Linux at your Windows command line, and you can just CP files wherever you want them, and there's no problem. True. Both, yeah, that would be less work than moving everything over to a new thing. But it, um, you know, if you're trying to copy like. 50 gigabytes or whatever that might be faster but yeah i don't know yeah it only affects me once every couple weeks so then you think back to the days when it's like i had to read everything off of floppy and that took forever so you know if it hangs for 15 seconds i think i'm okay yeah, yeah. 15 seconds to read three three thousand gigabytes why can't it do this come on <laughs> what happened to technology Get it's just it's not windows it's you can tell it's not supposed to be doing it that way though because it's a hang not a like read it's doesn't it's not reading anything you know yeah it's like loading thumbnails or something dumb that you don't mm-hmm. care about exactly yep all right i feel like that's a pretty solid episode here guys i don't know do we need to do an octopath update anyone got anything to talk about real quick i don't have a ton i I'm really like barely playing, honestly. Oh well, that is an update. That's yeah, an update. I, I, I play, you know, but it's like I I do the dailies enough to satisfy them, and then I close it. Typically, and that's because you've beat all the story, and you're just kind of not into like um you ground out all the weapons too, right? I have weapons for my main party. I probably need a few more uh i don't have battle tested uh, or i don't have there's still one battle tested type i don't have uh, and then there is still a couple of the sacred fours that i don't have because i just never made the base one and then did the upgrade path because mm-hmm. um, i need regular materials and i have to go farm that dungeon some more and i haven't done that um but it's like so like what end like my team is good you know and like i I don't know that I'm based on how much work it seems like it is to beat the arena stuff. I don't know how enticed I am by that. Mm-hmm. Maybe eventually my team just becomes powerful enough that it's like not that big a deal to get through some of these. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just haven't put any effort into trying. I've had from the beginning kind of a wide leveling strategy instead of a focused leveling strategy. So I have looking at some of these guides almost all the people that I would need mostly leveled uh, to do these things. So I'm still playing a decent amount. Um, but I also haven't finished all the story stuff yet either. And that's been my favorite stuff so far. I, I'm like, I'm going to eventually have to spend time and go back and do all the traveler stories for people on like my main team and people that I'm leveling that I haven't done. Um, that's probably my next set of things to do. I think my big... Yeah, I'm, I'm still playing it at an okay clip. Um, I'm excited about some of the things that they announced just tonight are coming in the uh, the next four-month roadmap. Yeah. There's a lot of good yeah, stuff so, in there. Uh, more More chapters, it looks like. That's sweet, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Uh, the one, one button press to collect all the nameless town stuff. That will be very nice. Uh, which also apparently counts towards your daily feats. So all of the feats that you would get individually by talking to all the townspeople and doing those, those four fights in the next screen over, all of that just gets instantly collected. Oh, it it does the elites for you too? It does the elites for you too. Whoa. Hoggers, as the kids say. That cuts a good. That's like, by the way, that's like half of off my days, right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, JJ, you will be you will be happy to hear also that the the nut garden update. Um, every tree yields one supreme medium nut, and the rare drop is um, five large supreme. Gee, burst. That's that's some solid exp right there, man. Uh-huh. I already hey. have. I'm. I have a couple people. I have multiple people in the 90s and one person approaching 99 wow so nice i like i tell you i I was power leveling pretty hard there on like a certain specific set of people right yeah um 
but uh when you get that high it's like eight million exp or something to the next level <laughs> and it's like i'm not giving this person the nuts anymore they're just gonna collect it because they're in the party i'm not I'm say, like this is not worth this it. this is why uh berry Boostberry. i have seven boost berries just sitting around waiting yeah i don't have any berries that i th- well you will but eventually I, when yeah. you actually pull for a character you'll you'll end right up that's with what it will be right because you just end up with them after doing that yeah so yeah, I think my big news is that uh, I changed the name of my band. Oh, this uh, is big news. Okay. From the Hateful Eight. Uh, they are now known as Dogstar, which would be uh, Keanu okay. Reeves' band. Yeah, uh, good. I like it. But I think the real answer is that I should change the name to Bill and Ted. Because hmm. the dialogue boxes for when people are complimenting you, I would think would be really hilarious if it was like, you can't imagine the peace that Bill and Ted have brought to the world. <laughs> Shouldn't it just be Wild Stallions then? Oh. I think it's too long. It's too long. Is W-Y-L-D? Wild Stallions too long? It is. No. Shoot. What if you take the space out? Uh, how do they spell Stallions? There's I mean, why in it? They <laughs> That's do all I know. <laughs> Is it really? I don't remember yeah. that. Pretty sure. In, instead of the I at the end, right? Mm, oh, it's, it's just a YN. It's just why it's W. Oh, then y- it's then it's just the right length without well, space. Uh, we are no longer Dog Star. We are now Wild Stallions. W Y L D space S T A L L Y N S. I'm literally <laughs> changing it right now. Perfect. Wild Stallions. Yeah, yeah. You, you save one letter by substituting I-O with <laughs> Y. <laughs> wow. I was thinking about it. I was like, these these I these are really funny quotes to say that your band has changed the world and we all have to thank the band and this and that and the other. And I was just like, what is the funniest band? Well, Bill and Ted's band is the funniest band. So and Tenacious D is way too long. Yeah, I was just thinking, he's like, oh, man, I would love to use Tenacious D, but yeah, that's I, way, way too long. I tried that one before. Use, I tried that man, before. Man, that's what I should have put into the uh, feedback survey. Let us use more characters in the band name. What the heck? Yeah. I haven't done my feedback survey, so that's what I will yeah. put in. Please do that. Please put it in. Okay. Well, uh, we're doing a feedback survey by having you email us. Yeah, this is feedback for us. Uh, email us here. Um, at podcast at we were game what podcast at we were gamers.com that's how email works <laughs> Here we go. yeah is that a mastodon yeah. address <laughs> it sounded like one right i got confused there for a minute uh yeah podcast at we were gamers.com go ahead and email us there uh we would love to hear from you send got us your cool. variants yeah there have to be some better ones than certainly better than i was able to think up but there must be better ones out there i don't know if there's Give a better one than uh than Reese's. That's rough. I wish you could just buy those egg versions of the Reese's all the time. Yeah. I would it's buy weird, right? It's weird that you have to wait. Although the best part of them is that after the holiday, they're on sale. So, you know. Stock up. The uh, day after Halloween is the best day uh, for numerous reasons. But the candy being incredibly cheap is one of the great, great reasons. Good lord. Uh, so, yeah. I can't believe my hit, band hit, name hit is Wild up on there. Stanions. No, it doesn't fit. What? Still too long? You gotta take the space out, I think. No, that's what, yeah, we said that. You gotta take the space out. Oh, taking the space out is no big deal. Wild Stallion. That's also good. Just looks bad uh, without yeah. space. I p- Find us on the on the internet. We're on Facebook. We were gamers. YouTube. Uh, we were gamers. All one word. And we have a sweet new URL. Uh, oh yeah, Michael. Like, what is it? Yeah, YouTube.com slash at we were gamers. There you go. That's the at symbol. Uh, mm-hmm. Folks can find us there uh, and check our our stuff out. Be ap- appreciated. And happy Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. Uh, if you're in the U.S. and celebrating if Thanksgiving, celebrate it, yeah. enjoy. Have a good time with your family or your friends or yourself. Whatever you use this break for. 
because it's about to get crazy the rest of the year. So just take a little siesta 